Ah, cheers, Sean. Cheers. Cheers. First episode. First episode. Pilot. Pilot episode. Pilot episode. Oh, what are you having? This is called the Peninsula Blend. Um, Adam and Russell's coffee. Mm. Um, yeah, gotta support the local business. So we... for sure, for sure. Mm. Supposed to have some black currant notes. Um, but yeah, I was a bit bit foamy today on the milk. But yeah, still, still. Mine, mine was a bit thin. I feel like I didn't froth the milk oh. enough. Mine is from Wittard. It's called the the mojito espresso. Ooh. It has supposed to have like um, co- cocoa and hazelnut notes mm. in it. Don't really taste much of the hazelnut. A lot of the the, the, cocoa. the cocoa. Yeah, tastes like chocolate. Extra caffeine, mate. Mm. Extra caffeine. I was actually really surprised mm. by the amount of caffeine. In cocoa. When we when we googled it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually like, crazy. Like two hundred and thirty milligrams per hundred grams. Yeah. And then I, what was what was like a coffee? Coffee is like forty mil- 40, 50, 40 oh. milligrams. Right? It's <laughs> actually insane. It's actually insane. But then like when you think about it, like if you if you did because the forty milligrams is in hundred mils of like like liquid coffee. Yeah. Right? And then coke is just pure. It's just pure powder. Just pure powder. It's pure powder. It's a bit dilute. Yeah. Yeah. The coffee is that. So it might be if you measured coffee, the the dry weight of coffee compared with, you know, cocoa, mm. it might be actually the same. Mm. Uh, we we won't know for sure. Mm. <laughs> but man, first episode. First episode. Maybe we, we should do an intro. An intro, yeah. Just do an intro of like, you know, ourselves, mm. how we got here. Oh, like, you know. Yeah, because this time last year, did we know each other? This time last year was, nah, nah, we didn't even know each other. I think think we only met each other in like June June. or like July when we were looking for a house, House. right? And like the first time I saw you was on on like... On that that Zoom call. Zoom call. (laughs) We were nice and early, but everyone else was late. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. That was was jokes. That was jokes. That was a bit of a kerfuffle. That was a bit of a kerfuffle. Because like we were sorting out accommodations. Oh, yeah. And... Um, we we were just yeah stressed out about like finding accommodations. It was really weird, right? Because it at that time I was thinking that most most houses would be unoccupied because mm. of COVID, right? Because mm. the demand of, of like housing would be would be far lower. Everyone would be like, oh no, take take my house, like take like mm. no one wants to rent anything because like everyone's going yeah. back home. I mean, mostly for international students, right? Yeah. Everyone's going to go back home. But the thing was. The demand was pretty high, and like we, oh, were, we actually got such a nice house. Yeah, I actually yeah. love this house so yeah. much. <laughs> such yeah, house. such a great deal. But then, crime rates here though. Oh crime! <laughs> oh, all crime rates. Yeah, we'll leave that. <laughs> we'll leave we'll, that story. We'll leave that story for another day. Yeah, for, for another, sure. For yeah, sure. We'll park, park that bus. Um, so yeah, you're from you're from Wirral. I am from the Wirral. Um, and yeah, I'm Adrian. For for those people who don't know me, it's Sean's <laughs> Sean's family and friends basically. Um, and yeah, I've I've been in Coventry for the past three years studying economics as a part time student, full time chef. Yeah. Um, yes. 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 Um, but yeah, no, it's been fun. Um, yeah, it's pretty much. That's 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 my name. <laughs> that's um, true. Yeah. That's what, true. what are you, Sean? Uh, yeah. So my name is Sean. For those that don't know me, and that's like probably everyone, <laughs> uh, from Malaysia. Malaysia grew mm. up in KL, and yeah, uh, been been interested in filmmaking, making short films, mm. um, anything creative actually, anything mm. creative, photography, um, for for a while now, and and 
yeah, haven't been haven't been going too much into to my hobbies for the past I don't know, three years because mm. because of uni and all. Um, mm. Right now, studying cybersecurity, and I've, I mean, I, I I do enjoy IT and like computing and all that. But then, like, there's just something about like the creative arts, mm. right? It's an avenue where you can like showcase your talents and like showcase mm. what you what you want to bring. Um, and yeah, I think it, I think it's a really beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah, you d- you can definitely express yourself way more in the arts, right? right? Yeah. Um, but do you, but do you do you believe in like that that like left brain right brain thing, oh. where like it's if you're more left brain, it means it means you're like more um supposedly you're supposed to be more like technical. And like more logical, right? Whereas if you're a right brain, you're more like creative and like, you know, um, yeah, creative and like. I've always thought. I've always thought because I'm I'm terrible at drawing, right? right? I'm terrible at drawing, but apparently you can train that. You, yeah. Apparently you can train being a. I feel like with the like with the arts, it's harder. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, the technical stuff, it's easier to train. Hmm. I feel like if if. Any anyone right could can actually train their their brain, exercise mm. their brain, to towards something that they're not like mm. talented in, right? But yeah. then, I think it, it goes back to like the formative years where like where like when 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 you're between like what three three four five right when you're that that young, then you you would exercise like certain parts of your brain. Mm. So like some yeah. people, some parents would actually like play. Like Mozart, to exercise oh. that part of the brain, right? Mm. So that they're like a more balanced, like yeah. left brain, like right brain child. Mm. And then, yeah. But then if, if, if you grew up like not having that, right? And you, you, you would just grow up like being more, you know, logical, mm. a bit more like less creative. Mm. Yeah. So it's more about like the nurture. As I, would, to, I would say as opposed to the nature. nature. Okay. It has, nature has some component as well. Yeah. Definitely like, like your personality... Um, if if you were a person that were that that is just you know grew up to be more logical, mm-hmm. then I guess yeah you can't really change that. Even though how much like the the amount of like like studying you do t- to to try and draw something, if you're just not good at it, you know it, it might <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. I mean, like I don't know, man. Oh. You know? <laughs> wow. Well. I would say I would say I would, if if this episode was being sponsored by Brilliant or Skillshare, I would I would argue against. I would argue against, and hopefully one day it will be. But at the moment, yeah, I would. I would, I would yeah, I think I would agree with you. I mean, I, when you say like the three to five year old thing, I I think I think that's so true because like you, you see loads of like bilingual, or even like trilingual kids mm. who like their parents speak to them like in two three language when they're really young, mm. so they like. That's yeah. I think that's what you said. Like, they can pick it up as as quick as like as possible, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when I guess the brain's more malleable. Malleable, yeah. That's the word for it. I guess. Like, but yeah, like brain plasticity is like oh, the thing. Oh yes. Like I, I think I, I remember uh, learning about that in in psychology. So in in high school in in high school no not mm. in high school in college, we learned about brain plasticity. Mm. We're like so basically there was this girl. She she was in an accident and her left brain got like cut off, mm. like completely cut off. I mean, um, it, the the damage was so bad they had to like cut it off. Mm. And so the doctor said that you know she wouldn't be able to move like part of her body because like you know left brain mm. controls like the right arm and all that kind of stuff, right? 
but then the brain was like like malleable enough to be able to like control both sides so the brain kind of like learned how oh. how to use it without the other side of the brain mm. which is like amazing right like <laughs> the brain is actually so powerful right? it is it's, it's really actually powerful. so powerful yeah it's like a lump of like fat and like water and like it, it can do so many things mm. yeah <laughs> brain mm, the brain yeah, that, yeah that's but like even even like I think I read somewhere as well that the song was in, in like accent as well and then they weren't able to play piano like they've never touched a piano in their life Yes. And then they went to this accident, and then suddenly they're like a musical prodigy. Yes, prodigy. Yes. I I think I, I I saw that video. It was by, by Great Big Story, uh, the YouTube channel. Maybe, Big Story, but yeah, maybe, right? maybe, maybe, maybe I saw it from there. They they called it the Quiet Savant. The, yes, the Quiet <laughs> Savant. So like, there's this guy. I forgot his name, but basically he he used to be like this like hard rock kind of like party animal kind of guy. He had like a shaved head. Um, I, I think he was in a rock band, like, mm. just imagine, like, metal, like, grunge, like, you know, really, really hard kind of person, mm. drives, like, a, like, a Harley Davidson, or, you know, <laughs> those, 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 those kind of things, yeah, right, and then he, one day, he went into a bar, um, went into a bar, something happened, like, they, they, they had a bar fight, someone hit him in his head so hard, he knocked out, right, he blacked out, next day, he woke up. He was he he ran straight back to his house. So he he woke up straight uh, like on 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 the street, right? Next day he 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 went back to his house, and then he just couldn't stop hearing all the sounds that were like his sensories was like over heightened, right? And so what he did was he he barricaded all of his doors, shut mm-hmm. all his blinds, and made sure that like no light could come in because he wanted to be in darkness, right? And then he did found he put himself. Egg cartons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, egg cartons and all. I don't know, but like he just wanted to block everything out, right? All the light, and then um. He, he started to like wash his hands and like he washed his hands like twice and then three times and four times and he realized he washed his hands like 20 over times, right? So he, he developed OCD just oh from like someone hitting him and then he started to, to see like random stuff like like numbers flying in his head, like um, tangent lines just coming off of like random things like his cups, his, his, his computers and all that. So he started to see like stuff that he never saw before, right? And before mm-hmm. that, he was like some sort of like rock star band guy and then after that, he started to become like a mathematician. That's actually crazy. <laughs> right? That's they call crazy. it like quiet savant, which is amazing. I don't know. Like if you can get knocked in the head and like become smart, like <laughs> there's something mm. to look into, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if someone paid me to like hit them in the head, I mean, I would, I would, I'd, I'd do that. <laughs> but like, it, like, is there a way to do that that is quote unquote safe? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't so. think so. I think, but this this kind of predates to like back then when they were doing like lobotomy. Oh, like those nail, experiments. Oh, oh man, it's so disgusting. Like some weird stuff going on. Because like, I mean, if you if if you ask like uh, a you know medieval doctor at a time, right? <laughs> medieval doctor, and and Ooh. and you you nailed some part of someone's brain and something worked, right? Something clicked. And they like they, they basically get cured from their disease, mm. and you know you'll be some some sort of like miracle healer. Yes. Yeah, you you'll be like back then Jesus, and like people would worship you. But then like some most of the times, right? People would you know they would develop so much more complications with their mm. brain. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw this really funny post on yeah. um on Instagram the other day, and it was like uh 2020, 2021, like PhD student 
like five years of advanced research in a super super niche topic and then like and then it was like 1650 some guy in a bath having like bath thoughts like and he and then like he, he just writes his like paper off off those like bath thoughts and like is an absolute like genius oh, and it's like the equivalent of that and i was like so funny <laughs> oh i didn't phrase that well but it was funny in my bath thoughts yeah bath thoughts i think yeah shower, shower thoughts are definitely one of the things eureka moments yeah eureka moments like, yeah isn't that isn't that what happened with like the displacement guy oh yeah yeah that's true that, that's where the the name comes from, like, Eureka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Archimedes. Archimedes. Yeah, Archimedes. It's like, I mean, supposedly. Supposedly. Right? supposedly oh, he was in the bathtub. Myths and, and legends. Then, yeah. And then he realized that he could displace water and, and measure the amount of displacement to, to find the weight of the object, which is really mm. cool. Really mm. cool. But then, then again, on the other side, on the flip side, right, humans are actually pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Really dumb. Dumb. Mate, they were. They were. They uh, were. I mean, like, yeah, I think just now we were just talking about, like, how, how humans are pretty simple without thinking. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So the thing about coffee is, right, <laughs> most people think dark coffee, strong, you know, strong dark coffee, mm. like really, really black roasts, mm. you know, is, relates to masculinity. Mm. Do, you, do, you, do you think that's, that's true? Yeah, so I think, I, wasn't there a study, like, a while ago about, like, um, if you asked people in the survey, like, what type of coffee would they want? Yeah. They would say, like, I want a dark roast. I want a strong roast. I want something that hits, like, black. Yeah. Um, black coffee. Um, but when they act, when you, when you actually ask them, like, um, in real life, when they actually get to go to a coffee shop and choose what they want, most of them don't want that. Like, yeah. the majority. Yeah. Um, and I think, oi, is it... I think like, that's kind of similar to what, like, social des- desirability bias, where, like, people will tend to answer a survey or something, like, with some sort of bias to, that's like... so true. And, oh, yeah. Oh, that's actually really interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting, yeah. Because even, even though, like, okay, so questionnaires, right, they can be anonymous, mm. right? But then people would just want to seem like they are more than they actually mm, are yeah even yeah. though you know it's not it's not actually the truth right yeah. so one one of the studies that that um oh no actually i read this from 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 the book oh yes uh, oh yes. yes from the book oh everybody lies everybody oh, lies that's great. the one so the question there was how many times a week was it was it a month do you have sex and like most people would just reach for the stars oh, and yeah. like write like it was super absurd numbers mm. when in actual fact it's actually less than half of that yeah <laughs> and like they, i think they so they did the maths right they did the maths and like from the it was quite a large sample right and they asked like the like the males how many times and like that number was really high and then they asked the females like the exact same question and it was a lot lower and, and like when they when they combined it together, the maths didn't work. Like it, they couldn't like it, they could not have had sex with the same. Like it, it just yeah. it did not work. So like one of them was like, um, but yeah, that's really interesting. I think yeah. So the book we're talking about is Everybody Lies. Right? Everybody lies. And it's about um, it's about yeah. So like the guy used to be a Google search like engineer, big data. Um, and the book yeah, the, in essence, the book's about like how everybody lies and like surveys and stuff but like 
the tr- one like the true metrics of of like yeah I guess of truth telling I think it's like the litmus test for truth telling litmus test. test for truth telling <laughs> is Google searches for sure which is really interesting. Google searches has has no because when when you when you search on stuff on Google it's within the confines of your mm. own house or you know it's something personal something private mm. you, you don't you don't like like there's no questionnaire for you to do mm. right on Google search it's something that you do on your own and and so like it is it is so much more easy to be truthful mm. when you search stuff on Google than than to like carry out these these like huge surveys of like tons and tons of people mm. and like most of them definitely lie to you because mm. they they want to seem like they're like better than other people yeah. right right that, that that comes an ego like mm. thought behind it <laughs> yeah the and it's kind of weird because like most like like it can be anonymous right mm. and most people would still want to be better than that other people mm. that, that competitiveness in, in humans yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah what do you think of like like the competitiveness of, of, of how how we, we we try to one-up people especially social media right mm, so definitely we, yeah. we like try to like one-up people even if we don't know them Mm. like complete strangers complete strangers that like we're never going to meet <laughs> exactly mm. they're like, going to impress people that we don't even like mm. and <laughs> yeah it's, it's actually so dumb like why why would we want to do that I mean I guess it kind of predates back into like those hunter-gatherer times when mm. we have tribes right yes. and like we we would place value on the male the alpha male the alpha that male. had the most like kills or like the most like mm. strength Right, mm. brute strength. He can he can defeat any any male that comes up to him, mm. and and that that was seen as like the value in in a man, mm. right? And then that so sl- slowly evolved into what we know as you know modern masculinity, <laughs> which yeah, which yeah is I think it still like holds the same right. That's why a lot of people go to the gym, right? As well. Mm. Um and ooh mm, okay actually I feel like the gym thing. <laughs> It's actually not, not because, I mean, okay, so I, I think I, I heard this from Thomas Frank before. So oh, yes, Thomas Frank. Thomas Frank said, he had this really, really cool thought where, like, the reason why most people go to the gym nowadays is because we weren't, we were exposed to, like, other sports, mm. like, like, football and all that kind of other stuff, right? Um, baseball and, and badminton, right? But then most of the time in high school, or especially for my high school, there will be like a group of people that are like the jocks. Right? Oh yes, the the the, uh, the, the, the the yeah the sports athletes. Yes, the sports athletes. Right, and they they kind of make the student athletes. Yeah, student, oh, athletes, student right? athletes. And like they 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 have their own like class of people. Mm. They have their own like gang, right? Yeah. And so like you as like a, re- a regular average person that's not a not a jock, <laughs> would would like that there comes like a negativity when you when you see these these kind of sports right and so when we don't join that and we grow up to be like what 20 and you know 20 in our 20s and 30s then we we think to ourselves you know we have to work out but Mm. then because we're not part of like a sports team like playing badminton or whatever Mm. then we would just go to gym because we can it's, it's fairly individual so you think you think there's some sort of like substitution effect that's true. In play, mm. where we're trying to substitute what we wanted to be. Yeah. Okay. That's that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Like like, if if given given the the right um, environment situation, mm. right? If we were exposed to to football, you know, baseball, all that, like, as as a you know 
like not not only the elites can play it but like everyone else can play it as well mm. then we might be more like more people will definitely be in, in those sports teams mm. but then only only a small hand-picked few are like like the elites of the basketball team yeah. right the elites of the mm. right that, that comes like that segregation or like the exclusivity mm. that, that makes it you know repelling from other people have you watched the uh the video or like just read the study on like this so there's a there's a graph on like skill yeah and look so so they've they've measured different sports on skill and look yeah so like on one side there's like um i think basketball and ice hockey are like the most skillful so mm-hmm. it, it depends more on skill than on look mm-hmm. whereas like if luck is like head heads and coins, really trivial example, heads and coins is pure luck, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like they've graded each sport on on this like yeah spectrum of luck and skill. Mm. And I feel like gymming is less skill. That's very true. Like yeah, yeah, you do have g- genetics are a big part, but you can train yourself. Yeah. To get like get big. But then again, like, it's not very... Gymming is not a really competitive sport unless you join, mm. like, Strongman Challenge yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm... I'm, 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 I'm man Challenge, <laughs> right? Unless you do those things, yeah. you are basically just... Just working out for the sake of, like, health and, mm. and you know... So, like, intrinsic motivation. Yeah, intrinsic motivation. Whereas, mm. like, if you were to join, like, a sports team, you are, like... You know you're competitive and mm. you you want to win for your team. There's no iron like, team. There's yeah, no iron team. There's no iron team. team. And like it's, it's it goes back to like that 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 tribal tribal nature, right? Where we want to like do stuff for our tribe, for our tribe, for yes. our tribe. And <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. I feel like that's actually very interesting mm. in the way in the way we think. So like humans, we we are smart, but at the same time, we're just very simple. We're very simple. <laughs> Like going back, yeah, I just oh, what was what were we talking about? Yeah, the dark roast thing, right? Yeah. We were like, oh, humans are just so simple. We just want like the strongest, like the the yeah. thing that like <laughs> I don't know. I guess the thing that signals that, oh look at us, I like strong coffee. Mm-hmm. Where in fact we're totally different, right? <laughs> like, yeah, human beings are actually so simple. It's like, oh, nudge theory. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my favorite example of nudge theory is is like the toilet like the toilet thing so in like oh i don't don't remember where in like amsterdam airport yeah um there was like yeah in the men's like toilets they noticed that like men were like urinating they they weren't hitting the the urinal they were just going everywhere and so like some like behavioral like psychologists or whatever um yeah i guess it is nudge theory they wanted to nudge people to like go to like aim right into the urinal right yeah so they put like a little dartboard <laughs> like in the urinal and um and yeah men just men very simple humans of course we want to hit like the bullseye right so like yeah it just like completely improved accuracy i guess um it just shows how one simple nudge can like yeah just affect a very simple male behavior it is i mean like i think guys i think oh have you seen this this video of like jordan peterson where he where he was talking about like um the difference between uh guys like males and females when they select a mate right 
I don't think so, I have no. So what what he did was he took like a lot of different books, right? On on mm. like um what what women see in men, mm. and and they he 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 took like the key the key words right the, the key terms that what women look for in men, mm. and the the few key terms that 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 came up was werewolf. <laughs> Doctor, right? Oh, um, actually, no. I have, I have read this, <laughs> and like, like a few other things, right? And like, but then on the other side, what what men see in women, right? Was just two circles and a triangle. Oh, very, very simple. <laughs> very <story>. simple. <laughs> so, oh man, I think guys, like we we can't generalize like humans yeah, to yeah. be simple, right? I think guys are very simple. Oh, this is gonna spark some some spicy spicy controversy against the the feminists. But <laughs> mm. guys are very simple in our mindset. I think what we value mm. as like, um, you know what 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 we want is is you know not not that difficult, not not mm. that complicated. It's actually pretty sad. <laughs> like if you actually think about it, it's actually pretty sad, right? Like we 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 don't like yeah. I guess a lot of people don't value. We don't value as much as um, we should. Um, oh, just looking at the time. Yeah, uh, maybe but, we should we should take a break. Um, get our get our thoughts back again. Mm-hmm. And have another coffee. Have another coffee. <laughs> and uh, resume. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Creme de la Crema. <laughs> it's the same episode. Same episode. Part two. Part two. Part two. I mean, we can split it up into two. You can you can watch section one, part one, and then part two again. Just like a lot of movies right now that they're, they're like oh, doing yes. that, right? Oh man, they're splitting it up and then mm. <laughs> like YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube videos and like if it's like James series. Hoffman's three part Aeropress, which lasts like an hour, man. Oh man, but she that's can... how you that's how you squeeze out the money, you know. The monetization. The monetization. Like ads. Every video you make, I think. If 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 you you section it off like a half an hour video on YouTube, right? You section it off into ten minutes, mm-hmm. like each. You get you get way more money than like the thirty yeah, minute true, video, true, 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 right? Because like most people, they they would watch it. If it, if it was like a half an hour long video, most people will watch like maybe half of it. The drop off. I mean the drop off. Yeah. The retention. The retention. The retention. Time. Ah yes. It's not long enough mm. for it to be you know picked up by the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. Man, I I so. I, I started having like this website because um, I needed to do like this survey thing and the website's called Typeform. Typeform. Um, and... Oh, I've heard of Typeform. Yes. And so it's, it's super cool, right? So like Typeform, you get so much data from Typeform. Um, sorry if you've you've participated in one of my surveys. I have a lot of data about you. Um, but like, yeah, it tells you when, like the retention time of people, like when people like drop off, like how how, how long they view on each question, each how question. long they, they view, like how, they, how long they type each answer. Yeah. And I feel like you can do so much with that. Like you do so much A-B testing, you could do so much yeah. like yeah. tweaking of questions. Um, which I thought was pretty and, cool. And, and they have A-B testing, right? Like, yeah. Built into the platform, mm-hmm. which I think was really cool. Like, yeah. they have, like, this thing called, like, logic questions. Oh, where, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted to to, to get... Because initially, like, back in the day... <laughs> it sounds like we're so old. But back in the day, when, like, everyone was just using Google Forms. Oh, right? yeah. And, like, the, the questions were set up, like, like, oh, if the previous answer was true then don't answer this question oh, like that, right? Yeah. And it's like, so, so, oh, like... And, and, and when you click, sorry, when you click enter the, the bottom, 
it says, you haven't answered the question. Yes. And you're like, yeah, you didn't need to, but there's a big asterisk. And you're like, N-A. Yeah, N-A, right? You have to like key in something. Mm. But then like, you know, you it, it, it draws away from the user experience. Mm. But type form, oh, it, oh, makes, it has this thing called logic, logic, logic questions, yes. right? Where if you answer true or like some, some, some sort of answer, then it will bring you to another question, mm. right? Which is which is so cool. Uh, well, yeah, very very well made. Very well. Very made. well made. The only thing with Thai form is it's so expensive. Yeah, sure. I I have the f- obviously I have a free account because yeah. I'm yeah pretty cheap, and <laughs> I so this is really funny because like so I put it out on like the church like um group chat right, yeah. um and there's a maximum of ten answers. So you get ten replies, right? <laughs> But I knew, I, so I knew that I would not get 10 replies. I had so little faith. Yeah. I had so little faith yeah. in, um, yeah, my expectations were low. And I was still disappointed that like, we got like five replies. But I, I knew that. So like, I knew that we couldn't hit 10. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh, well oh, done, Adrian. I, I put, at one point, I was like, I was scared that oh, it'll get more than 10 replies. Yeah. And then like, I don't know what to do. But deep down I knew that people wouldn't reply to me <laughs> was it like a really long long time yeah, it was one question it was one question so you had a really large sample size then. yeah yeah and yeah is yeah funny 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 but yeah it was funny type form. yeah there are like a lot of these a lot of these cool platforms mm. nowadays with technology and like everything that, mm. that like oh you can use you can do so much with software you can do so much with software mm. Yeah, you were you were telling telling me about like that there were like this this um thread of uh, stuff like that, that we can we can uh, go through. Maybe you wanna you wanna bring that out. You want you bring it out last, now. Last, like, you want to do it now? Like, see it. Oh, okay. 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 I mean, like we can we can talk about it. Like we can yeah. we can we can we can. Oh man, this coffee is so good. I I feel like I need a second cup now. Mm. Um, All right. So. I mean, we can. I don't, I don't mind. We can do this. Like we we, we talk about as podcasting, or we can talk about this. Ooh, we can. We can. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we can. We, yeah. We can. We can. Let's like read one of the first few ones. All right. So let me. Let me. Let me. Let me see. If you can. Yeah. If you can find it. Uh, let me. <laughs> so the guy, who, did this is Kevin King, and Ooh, he, what a nice name. What a, what a Kevin nice. Kevin King. Kevin King. Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> Not self-proclaimed. Ah, um, <laughs> uh, he's like, I think he's like this. He was the CEO and owner of um, of Wired. I think it was Wired. Wired. No way. Yeah, a, or yeah. some like multimedia thing. Yeah. And um, and so on his birthday last year, he did something. He like wrote a blog post about sixty-eight bits of unsolicited advice. <laughs> um, and this year he's beasted up again but 99 bits of unsolicited Oof. advice Oof. um so um yeah we can go through a few and yeah just discuss um but what is what is one that, that stood out to you when you're reading it but yeah i think yeah we can go through these uh but yeah this one so the first one that thing that made you weird as a kid can make you great as an adult if you don't lose it mm. Mm. interesting interesting what why did why did that stand out to you though I feel like it's going back to your thing, yeah. right? So, um, about passions that like you you talking about like in the past three years, you've kind of lost that creativity mm. side of you, right? And and it's it's sad because like we are going to work 
pretty soon, right? Yeah. Um, and when we work, oh, how many? I think so. If I rem- remember correctly, the average person works eighty thousand to ninety thousand hours in their whole lifetime. Oh damn! Like that's a lot. <laughs> like that's actually so much, right? Eighty to ninety thousand, the average person. Yeah. And like, once you work that, like, you have so little free time, right? Like, you would just be swamped with work, yeah. You know? And yeah, you, you don't. Yeah, you can't really. F- you can't, a lot of people like don't explore those passions. Yeah. Like, because this one will work. But the thing is, right, when you're working, you are actually like selling your time off to someone yeah. else. And like, they are fulfilling their passions, mm. right? The CEO of that company that yeah. you're working for is fulfilling his passion yeah. of being a CEO of that company, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, so you're basically trading off, like you're selling, <laughs> selling your life away, mm. like for other people's fulfillment. Yeah. And yeah, I think like, it's so true that like stuff that are, when, when, when we were younger, the stuff that made us weird. I was a really weird kid mm. when I was in like high, high school. Yeah. Where like, I would bring around my camera to school uh. sometimes. And like, um, <laughs> I would just be like taking photographs of stuff. And like, mm. people would just walk, walk past me and be like, oh, what, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I'll be like the weird kid with the camera, right? And then like slowly that evolved into like me making short films and like started to 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 do filmmaking and I learned a lot about like um you know video editing like directing right and then yeah it's like so so true like now now I find it that like my my passion is in something like this mm-hmm. where whereas like back in when I just started it was like a really weird thing to do like no one no one wanted to to you know get into filmmaking at a time everyone, everyone was just all about like games and <laughs> you don't want that I think I think being weird is underrated yeah I feel like it's very underrated is it a skill I it's, it's not skill. a skill it's not a skill I mean like okay weirdness comes from like being different yeah say. yeah right? right if you're not following the crowd then you're weird mm. yeah right so like Back then, we were all playing TF2. You played TF2? I've not played Oh, TF2. man. Everyone was playing TF2. And, like, I was I was not the kid that wanted to play it. Because, like, mm. I, I find that it was just, you know... I didn't... Partly because I didn't have a great computer. I, I didn't have a great computer at the time. So, like... And my internet was trash. So, <laughs> couldn't play TF2. Only thing I had was, like, a small little, like, um, Samsung digital camera. It was, like, it was like the size of a phone. Mm. Right? And the quality was so bad. I think it was, like... 360p <laughs> 360p camera and look, look, look where we are now <laughs> look where we are now but it's true though I mean like yeah and like it was it was it was a weird thing to, to do at a time but now people start to like yeah. think it's cool to, to, to do mm-hmm. filmmaking <laughs> I feel yeah I feel like the word weird has like a lot of negative connotations very very yeah whereas like I wanna I wanna I want like when I talk to someone right I wanna see that weird side because I feel like that's who they are right mm. and like they know something that like I bet they know something really niche that I do yeah right like yeah. being like you have your own weird interest which is your authentic self right mm. you're not conformed by society you're not conformed by like social pressures or like what your friends are doing like that's that's you I guess like same thing for your your like filmmaking yeah yeah um yeah i feel like when 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 you when you have like your own weird thing yeah and like everyone else just thinks like oh man well what is this guy doing but then like yeah. as as it, it is your true authentic self yeah. where like when when other people see it 
um, see you doing it and then you having fun, then they start to think maybe it's actually something cool, mm. you know, and then they start doing it as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weirdness. Is Weirdness. Underrated. So, so underrated. Yeah, so, so underrated. underrated. So underrated. <laughs> so underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting. What else? What else is there? Uh, this one. Interesting. If you have any doubt at all about being able to carry a load in one trip, do yourself a huge favor and make two trips. Uh, I'm not a big, big believer of that though. Whenever mm. I go to like, whenever I go grocery shopping, I always have this mentality of like one trip only. <laughs> but is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, if you're in the car, yeah. you bought the groceries, yeah. you want to make one trip. So you got all your bags like this. Yeah. As opposed to making two trips. I don't know. Like, isn't, isn't there like this, this like, like, um, this saying with, I mean, like, it's like bro, a bro saying where like, you only make one trip. You only make one. Cause really? Like, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard of it. I, I actually, you haven't heard of it. It's like, it's, 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 it's like, <laughs> I'm just not bro enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true for like, like among my bros in Malaysia where like oh. everyone's all about like, you only make one trip. So and these are sort of bros that drink dark roast coffee as well. Yeah, I guess probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Because you want to show your manliness, right? Mm. You can't. You can't go back for the second trip. Oh. You can't go back. It's, it's no matter how many how like, many bags there are. It's like in church when like all the guys are just carrying loads of chairs, <laughs> like trying to signal, "Oh, look at me! Look at me, the alpha male! I'm absolutely hunter." Oh man, yeah, that's actually so true. Mm. Like that's 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 one of the ways where like <laughs> guys can redeem themselves in church. <laughs> like, oh, how do you find a good guy in church? Well, you you watch whether they keep the chairs or keep the tables when the, when the event ends, right? If they, if they are one of those guys, then like they're, they're like the good guys. <laughs> if they just walk out of the event, like not, not mm. helping, oh, like don't. Yeah. Poor man is that. Poor, that's, poor man. That's poor, yeah. mate. That's poor. That's poor. It's not good. <laughs> but, oh, man. How, how can you have like this metaphorically? Is it, is it, is it like overloading yourself with like lots of projects, overloading yourself with lots of things? Mm. Hmm. like I feel like if because most of the time right we should we should always count the cost yeah of doing anything right mm. and like if if we we, we deem that it's like not mm. possible like not feasible mm. to, to do in one trip like yeah just yeah. do yourself a favor and just like yeah I mean I guess the underlying thing about it is, is more of like don't be a hero right mm. it's more of like if if you actually can't do it, just like do it, do it in, yeah. in two trips. Like there's, there's no shame yeah. in doing it in two trips. Right? Mm. So like, yeah. It what, are you trying to watch, what are you trying to signal? What are you trying to prove? Right. Yeah. What are you trying, yeah, what are you trying like to signal? Like if, if you were the only person in the world, would you still do it? <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. Mm. I think if, if I was the only person in the world, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that was, that was, that was one of the questions we talked about recently. Right. Yeah. If we were the only person, what would it, would we still be doing mm. some of the things that we were doing? I mean, like even this podcast, like would you would you do the podcast? Mm. Like who would you do it for if there's no one else in the world watching? Me, I, 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 there's bored of you to see people will, 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 uh, watch this podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess we can talk about why we're doing this. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I guess for me, it's. I think, I have quite like podcasting. In, like in passing i do 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 listen to some right now and i mean the podcast thing is it's, it's just a platform for us to talk about stuff that we might not 
be able to talk about in real life. Just chats. Just chats, just right? Chats. So actually, actually, I kind of, kind of, yeah, at one point before in part, part one, I actually forgot we were, we were podcasting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like we were just having a just normal chat, right? Um, but I think, yeah, I think the reason why I'm doing it is because I, like, there are some really cool stuff that, you know, we've talked about recently and I was like, oh, be ashamed not to like, maybe record it and mm. I feel like yeah this is for myself like, I'm not I'm not doing this for you know um, for sponsorships even though it would be cool um, yeah <laughs> but yeah I'm just doing this for yeah it's memories and um, but yeah what were you yeah I think same like I feel like there are a lot of people that are on they're on the verge of like they want to do a podcast but they haven't took the first step yet mm-hmm. right and I feel like us doing this podcast is like that that step where like we mm. we, we don't want to wait around yeah, and like yeah. you know I think one one of the things they were talking about was like the three potters is it oh uh, yeah. the pot the potters oh like, the parable of the, the parable of the potters the parable of the potters oh yeah you want to you want to tell the to oh, audience okay. so the parable <laughs> of the potters it's not a biblical um, parable <laughs> yeah. but um, I think it's from James Clear's book um, Atomic Habits um, but I, I don't remember but yeah it's basically the power of the potters is that um, there was like this pottery class and the teacher said um, the, yeah he, the teacher divided the class into two groups right um, the first group their grade um, at the end of the semester um, was graded on how many um, mm. bowls they could make yeah. And and then the second class was they were graded on the quality of bowls, like like they, how nice. It yeah, was, exactly right. right. Um, so it, it was in one bowl at the end, quality. I think for me personally, I thought surely the people in the second group who focus more on quality, yeah, would would have the better grade, right? Because all, all all the time we always think like I think um regular people always think that like quality over quantity yeah right, right? that's and that's the yeah. the perfectionist yeah. in us as well like, i know you're quite a big perfectionist yeah. like well, the, the, the intuition the yeah right. intuition would be like yeah however the people who churned out the quantity actually on average had the better grade yeah which is really interesting right? very interesting because right? i guess the logic behind that is that if you're churning out a lot you're improving the more you do. Whereas you, if you're focusing on the fine details, you, I don't know, you, you're, you're not as improving as much. Yeah. Because you're still, yeah. you're trying to perfect what it is. Right. Whereas like, you're, you're waiting for yeah, the exactly. best camera gear. Mm. You're waiting for like the best microphone. Yeah. Before you actually take a step, right? Yeah. And that's like a lot of people where like, before they start a podcast, yeah. they would be like, oh, I need to get, I need to invest in this and that and this and that, right? And then before you know it, you already have like a full studio and you haven't even <laughs> recorded the first podcast, right? So like, I, I feel like where my, my um, this this is like my creative outlet mm. as well as like the first step that I want to yeah. I want to take. Yeah. Um, not not being the perfectionist mm. or like, you know, just, just doing it, like trying it out there. Yeah. And like, you know, even if no one watches it, it's like good memories, right? For the like, future. Yeah, I feel like, like, like you said, we know that this won't be perfect. We know that. Yeah. We know the, like a lot of creative stuff, right? Like whether they be like writers, songwriters, like artists, they know that like the first 50, 100 projects they work on mm. will be absolutely trash. Yeah. But the more you do it, like obviously the better you, you'll get. Hopefully, exactly. hopefully right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, even the greats, Right, they would have. They like, start from somewhere. Yeah, they started from somewhere. Like they, they had, they had some like trash projects, right? Mm. And and yeah, it's it's 
we only see like the Mona Lisas, right? Mm, or we true, only see true. like the end product true, when they are at their, their, their prime. Yeah. And we think yeah. if we don't achieve that straight from the start, mm. we, 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 we can't do it, right? And like that's like the a shit shit way to think. <laughs> there is there is there is there is huge bias against failed projects, mm. right? When you read on news and stuff, you only read about the startups that like that succeed succeed, right? And that's why everyone's like, oh mate, let's 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 start a startup because <laughs> like you only hear about the ones that are really good, but actually, so many startups fail, right? And like coming from like an IT background, right? A lot of people always say. Oh, Sean, I have this like app idea, mm-hmm. right? I have this app idea where we can do this, 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 this. Yeah. But then like, do you know that like 80% of all apps that start up fail, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the number is closer to 90%, mm-hmm. like personally, but like there are a lot of ideas out there that like, that like they actually fail. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if you don't try it, then you, never you, would, you would never know. You would never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's. An interesting one. Yeah. An interesting one. <laughs> okay, next one. Um, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. At your f- funeral, people will not recall what you did. They only remember how you made them feel. Mm. Oh, mm. I feel like I feel like I gotta read that one again. That's that's interesting. John read, read, read that. John read that one. <laughs> okay, okay. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Okay, I see, I see, I see. At your funeral, people will not recall you, recall what you did, but they will only remember how you made them feel. Ah, I see. Yeah. I'm a big believer in experiences. Mm. I'm a big believer in experiences. Like, as, as much as, like, I like new stuff, new gear, like, Lamarazoko, Espresso Machine, <laughs> or whatever... Like, yeah, I think experiences are more important. Like, where where you you can place your effort, your energy in, is, like, how you can help other people. Mm. That That is more satisfying, right? Mm. In the grand scheme of things than getting that new camera mm. that you really want. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I guess... I guess I, I, I was trying to think about, like, as much as it's about, like, the destination, it's about the journey. Like, the process, mm. the... Uh, yeah, like that whole journey. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Ah, the second part of that quote. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think. At your funeral, people will not recall what you did. They'll only remember how you made them feel. Mm. But then again, like a lot of people that have passed, mm. we remember what they did. Yeah. Right? We remember what the, Gandhi the, did. The, the legacy, the yeah. impact. The, yeah, and exactly. Not, we don't remember how Gandhi made us feel. I mean, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but like, <laughs> but like we, we record what they did during their lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess there is, there is a balance between like, you gotta, you gotta take, take that, that mm. with, a, with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. This one, oh, this one I'm, f- I'm a big believer in. Yeah. Just because, um, I think it's very relatable to myself. Okay. So, uh, next quote is recipe for s- success. Under promise and over deliver. Oh yes, oh. I'm a big believer in this as well. Yeah, so jokes, especially like from from like working in like front end development. Mm. Like you have you have to like say, oh okay, we can do this, but then you know, let's like tame our expectations a bit. Mm. Right, we've got to realign our expectations. But then when you give them exactly what they want, they 
they would actually be like so much more impressed mm, yeah, than if you yeah. than if you told them, oh yeah, I can actually do this from the start, right? I think it it goes back to like kind of like human perception, mm. right? We we always want to be surprised rather than yes. like actually getting what we want. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like loss loss aversion. Right? Yeah, like yeah, like loss aversion. The fact that like the equivalent amount of joy that we get from something is not equivalent to the the exact same arbitrary value of disappointment. Mm. That, like our losses are are bigger than the equivalent gain. Mm. Um, but yeah, because it's it, it, like, also the opposite of this is if you overpromise and you underdeliver, that's so much worse. That's so right? much more worse. Yeah, that's so true. If I, if I were to tell a client that I can do something yeah. and then like I didn't do it, they would be so much like, like more upset, more disappointed mm, yeah. than if I, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's actually so, so weird. Like human perception is, is we want, we want to be you know, impressed. And if we, if we can get what we, I don't know, like, w- w- would you say that that also applies to like, like, um, I don't know, interviews when you, when you, when you go for job interviews, you, you impress them in, in a way where like you, you would want to like show yourself, like show mm. your talent, but at the same time, you, you are over promising during a job interview. <laughs> I don't know. Like I would say like, I, I would totally be like, like telling them like I can code in like seven mm. different languages. So that's like over promising. But when I actually get there, I'm under delivering. But I feel like they're, I don't know. I don't, I feel like the HR people, they know that people will try and signal the best off. Right. It okay. is like, it's a comp, it's a, it's a, it's an arms race, right? It is. You are, you are basically trying to one up your fellow man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, in that case, it's just more of like getting a foot in the door mm. than, yeah, yeah. It, it depends on the situation. Okay, this is the situation. They, they mo- surely they must know that people exaggerate. Mm. Like surely, right? Mm. I think HR managers, they would definitely have a lot of experience. Yeah, they know when people are like BSing them. Yeah, BSing so. them. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so true. How how would you how would you react as a HR manager that like someone someone that like is out of, just out of college and like they can do. Mm million and one things <laughs> oh i feel like like that's where i guess the, the coding challenges like the technical yeah. stuff comes into play but then i would i would rather someone who is like authentic someone who's like honest someone who's yeah. um yeah like the character behavior point of view someone who yeah is truthful right yeah i remember seeing this like tweet and like um it, the caption was like linkedin where a 20, 21 year old CV looks better than Steve Jobs. <laughs> and I think it's so true. Oh, like, like <laughs> most of us, we, we put the best stuff we have on like, mm. LinkedIn. And like most of, the, mm. most of the time, we actually can't do like mm. 90% of the stuff there. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, it says on your CV, you can code in Python. Code in Python. Code in Python. Like what does it mean to code in Python though? Oh, I can true. code in Python true. to do like simple programs. But, print, print Hello World. <laughs> That's what I can do. It's coded in Python, True. right? You can run it. You, you can run it. There's like it says, it says it says your your proficiency in Cantonese is is <laughs> is intermediate. Intermediate. Um, <laughs> yes, please read this. Oh no, no. That's that is it's so interesting that you brought that up. I feel like a lot of people that can that know a specific language, mm. they can they can say like basic stuff yeah. in that language. They would surely put 
that, that yeah. language proficiency as yeah, intermediate, yeah. right? Because you you can't say you're fluent mm. and you can't say you're beginner because yeah. beginner doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. And like fluent means you have to speak it like yeah. fluently, yeah. right? <laughs> so my, my favorite thing is the mother tongue. The mother tongue. <laughs> because the mother tongue is like, what does that actually, like, so in a very literal point of view, it's literally the, the tongue that your mother speaks. So, so for my, my mom is Cantonese. So like my mom, my mother tongue is Canto. And like my Canto is like absolutely shocking, right? But like, it's still my mother tongue. It is. So like, if it, if it, if it is a drop down option that says mother tongue, Cantonese, you can bet that I'm policing it. So te- technically, you can claim that. Technically, I can claim it. But, but what it actually like quantifiably no I cannot <laughs> I would get I would get exposed so badly man yeah what it actually means is, is if you're a native speaker yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so language proficiency mm. yeah it's def- definitely hard to quantify mm. yeah unless you have like some sort of like certification like some sort of like yeah um, without any backing yeah I would I would be able to be intermediate in like you know ten different languages yeah just true just true just true that's that's quite an interesting one interesting one um oh hey this never 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 quote it's not an apology if it comes with an excuse it's not a compliment if it comes with a request ooh do you want to read that do you want to read It's not an apology if it comes with an excuse. It's not a compliment if it comes with a request. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, like, when you apologize, right, do you, po- like, a heartfelt apology is, like, something that you're, like, sincerely, like, apologetic about, right? Mm. But if there's an excuse, is it really, like, yeah, really... An apology? I guess in our human, like, mm. our, our, we, we, we would always want to make sure that we are not in default, mm. right? Yeah. It always comes from, like, an ego, egotistical point of view. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, we, we don't want to admit that mm. we made a mistake. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that, that we, we would apologize, but then we'll say, like, you know, it's only because of that, right? And so Some we sort of, like, like, defense mechanism. Defense mechanism. Yeah. We, we put the blame on mm. other things, yeah. right? And... Yeah, I think I think it, I think it's so true. Mm. And then and then the second part, it's not a compliment if it comes with a request. Mm. Or Ooh. like if you want something for someone, oh Sean, Sean, you're so handsome. You're so you're so handsome. You make really good cinnamon buns. <laughs> you make me a cinnamon bun. <laughs> mm. This is only really funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to butter them up. Yeah, you butter them mm. up, and then, and then they blow smoke up your ass. And, and then, then go for the request. Yeah, go for the request. Mm. That's not a compliment. That's yes, like no. that's like manipulation. Manipulation. <laughs> the seed planter. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just tending the soil. For those that don't know, Adrian is a big seed planter. He's the person guilty. He's the puppet master that pulls all the strings behind oh, the no. scenes. And 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 he's very good at it. Oh no! I would I would call him the chief visionary because he he plans all of the different stuff and then he he's, and 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 it's so it's so easy to like to like just do whatever he says right because he would he <laughs> would say, say it, he would he would say it in the most like like casual way possible and like you you would like you unknowingly just do it 
out oh. of like your oh, and you would think you would think right it's your own free will but it is not <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna be some like master manipulator now yeah oh, oh you are though oh, you that's are not good. <laughs> that's not the sort of uh, persona um, that's not the type of persona I want to give off um, because it's not it's not, not it's not authentic the, nick, the nickname shall be chief visionary <laughs> the CVO yeah <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, this one, this one. Jesus, Superman, and Mother Teresa never made art. Yeah. Only imperfect beings can make art because art begins in what is broken. Ooh. Okay, I feel like we have to break that down right after this break. Yeah. Short yeah. missing action. Missing action. Yeah. There's this, 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 this phrase before like you start anything. It's like quiet on the set and then action. I was lights, camera, action, mate. Nah, that's, that's <laughs> only in movies, man. That's only in movies. It's like quiet on the set. Action. And then the clipboard. Yeah, there we go. Action. There we go. Yep, action. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Where so, were we? Is it something about oh, yeah. Teresa? Jesus, Superman, and Mother Teresa never made art. Only imperfect beings can make art because art begins in what is broken. Oh, that's so deep. <laughs> I need to break that down. Art can only be made from what is broken. Mm. Mm. Yeah, to what extent do you think that's true? What is an example, though, of art that can only be made when it's broken? Mm. Mm. I don't really see that, though. I feel like art is like an expression. Mm. It's actually more... Art is more like chaos than, than mm. brokenness, right? It was like... Okay, so I'm thinking about sorry. This is going to be a weird analogy, right? Okay, go ahead. But this might be... It might tie in, but it's might not. So bear with me. So like, you know karaoke. Yeah. You know karaoke, right? And like, when you sing karaoke, the, most of the people who do karaoke are like, that are really bad. But they're, they're okay, right? Mm-hmm. But when someone's... I feel like... You can be too good at karaoke, right? Okay. And like a professional, okay. and like, you know, you're having fun, like, it's quite a lot of But yeah. when someone is too good at karaoke, it kind of brings the fun out of karaoke. Because mm. like, they, they, they will be the only ones singing. Perfect. Like, they're like, they're hitting the notes, you know, doing all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. There's just too, you can't be too good at karaoke. It's like, it brings out the fun. It's like dancing, like, when you're dancing, you know, casually. Yeah. You know, you're having yeah. a good time, you're yeah. just pretty chill. But then when you have a when someone's a professional dancer, you're like, oh wow, this guy. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is too oh, good. that's so true. That's so, I remember watching a video of like um so basically there was like a like a teacher's day or something, mm. right? Like teacher's day and they're celebrating teacher's day. One of the and, and they had to do like this dance routine. One of the teachers was the dance teacher. And so basically oh. I mean, obviously she would be the best at dancing, mm. right? Yeah. But then like all the other teachers were just like, you know, a bit shy. Yeah. So like, yeah, I I, I could totally see what you mean. I totally see what you mean. Relating that's all. Is like if it's too perfect. If it's too perfect, then it take it takes away from the art. Is that what he's trying? I don't. I don't. I. I'm art's not really my forte. <laughs> um, art begins in what is broken. I don't actually really know what that means. If I'm being honest, but the first part, the web, um, what Mother Teresa, Jesus. Superman never made art. Never made art. Because they were too perfect? 
I don't really know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Should we skip it? We need we need some more context. Yeah, we need some more context. Need some more context. And I guess I guess on. to dissect it. Yeah, I just oh, we got I a know. we got a podcast with Kevin King himself. Kevin King himself. <laughs> oh, this is quite funny. If someone is trying to convince you it's not a pyramid scheme, it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> well, this actually comes from a <laughs> very. Um, it hits it hits home pretty pretty mm. close, you know. <laughs> mm. Yes, 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 yes. But I think it's very very self explanatory. Like yeah. I don't yeah. I, I, I don't know if we need to delve into it, mate. Um, I mean, like. There's a difference though, because like some people will say, a pyramid scheme is not the same as multi-level marketing. Oh, right. Because oh. multi-level marketing, you, in essence, the 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 goal is not to get more customers, mm. but the goal is to to actually you know make the business thrive and all that mm. kind of stuff. Right. But, MOM people, right? Yeah. They are trying to persuade people that it's not a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah. Why that, yeah. does that make it a pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. All right. Next one. Learn how to tie a bowline knot. Practice in the dark with one hand. For the rest of your life, you will use this knot more times than you would ever believe. What's a bowline knot? Is it, a, is it, is it like a knot for like securing it to, like securing a ship to the, to the, to the dock or something, right? Like, like a boat. Like, a bowline knot, I would imagine, something like that, where you can secure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it? Sort of, yeah, yeah. Is this? It's like, so I've used it in, like, rock climbing. Oh, oh okay. 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 I guess, like, that. that's one of, like, the like, life, life pro tips kind of thing, mm. right? Where, like, you would actually use, use stuff like that um, in the future. So, is the underlying message... If you if something's quite important, learn how to do it, like with use like muscle memory to do it, so like mm. you won't need to think about it. Mm. I I don't know, like you you can actually look at it, um, in its direct meaning, mm. right, surface level meaning, where like you know yeah. learn how to tie a bow tie, well, well I not right, yeah, or it could be a deeper meaning where mm. like you know if yeah if it's something is really important. You should you should practice it even in the dark even when you're not using it yeah right I think one of the things that I I didn't practice doing um, and when it came down to it I really had to like perform was um, we were driving on the highway oh yes going to Singapore from KL right and the drive is like four hours mm. long away car breaks down and the the tire tire, the tire right the spare tire never changed the spare tire mm. in my life right never done it before family's waiting. Need need to get it done, mm. right? It was uh, and my, my my dad was like pretty tired at the time, so like it was up to me, right? Oh, Never yes. tried it before. You know, I had to jack up the car, had to had to do all that. Like mm. I think I spent like close to like two hours mm. changing a tire, and like I had to like look it up online, oh, watch a YouTube watch video, you. right? So like, mm. I if give given a choice, I would definitely like like change a tire beforehand. You know, yeah. in in my house, in the comfort of my house, mm. like just learn how to do it beforehand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really, really good. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of these things which, yeah, you should know. Mm. But like, I feel like a lot of our generation don't know how to do these sort of things. Like, like maybe there's a lost art in like things like these. That's which, very true. Which actually are 
important life skills that mm. our generation maybe. I think most people have have like dads mm. that are just like the man of the house. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. <laughs> my dad, he's like a very he's a handyman. Mm. He's a handyman, so like he can he can fix anything. Mm, yeah, he's yeah, like he yeah. he can do wiring, circuitry, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And like he, no one no one taught him. Yeah. I mean maybe his dad taught him, yeah. but like. It's, it's like this art of like just knowing how to do life skills yeah yeah <laughs> right have you have you seen this like youtube channel oh i was gonna mention it i was oh, gonna mention it the art of manliness yeah. is, it? is that art of manliness i don't know it's it? like, it's a few, there's a few different i was things. i was gonna i was gonna mention about um about ah uh, so he's this man i think he's from the states right yeah and uh, i think he lost his father like really uh, at a really young age yeah and so no nobody taught him like these like these skills mm. Um, and he, he, he's decided to, yeah, he decides to start this YouTube channel, um, for, for people like him who, who, yeah, who don't, uh, who, 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 who have lost their father or, um, yeah, maybe their father hasn't like taught these things to them. And so he teaches like these life skills, mm, um, yeah, just for people in general. Yeah. Um, but like, I think, yeah, the, the motivation behind it was that his father didn't teach him oh, and yeah. then a lot of fathers who, yeah, um, yeah, so I thought it was really touching actually that like he's what are the, what are some of the skills that you've learned from him? Yeah, so obviously like the spare like the quintessential, quintessential spare tire yeah. tire um, changing. But yeah, often, like stuff like that. Um even like uh, electric stuff like house like mm. appliances and stuff. Um yeah. For yeah, it was really 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 good platform. I guess like even I don't know, like even though my dad is really like such a handyman kind yeah. of guy, but then like Asian culture kind of limits mm. the amount of like you know, we don't we don't talk that much. Like he won't yeah. he won't be like, hey, come on, let me teach you how to do this, right? Yeah, you yeah. would have to like so like ask him like, oh, can you teach me how to do this? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, yeah, I think it's very different from like the Western culture, yeah. right? Where yeah. where like the father and son has like that that bond, you know, of like you know doing stuff together all the time, going on. Going on like um like fishing tr- fishing trips <laughs> <laughs> or like building a tree house all oh, that kind of stuff right yes, yes, yes. these these are the kind That's of things poetic. yeah poetic. right that like when you when you grow up in an Asian household that that has like Western culture mm. like you know like like traces of Western yeah. culture inside like as a kid you would want stuff like that but then mm. there's just not present in like Asian yeah. households right yeah, yeah. you you won't you won't go go out with your dad to play catch I don't know that's what I didn't I didn't I didn't do that <laughs> yeah. when I was younger yeah. right but then like I was talking to my younger brother and and he we, we were just talking about like oh why why doesn't our dad do that to us like mm. like why don't, mm. don't yeah. he bring us out to to go fishing mm. or like you know build tree houses right <laughs> and like it's yeah it's, it's very interesting like how we we look at media, we look at movies, mm. and we expect that same kind of like, um, you know, relationship with our dad mm. to be present in our own yeah. Asian households, mm. whereas not the case. Like mm. it's it's always very different. And Do you think they are like unrealistic expectations? I feel like they're, they're different. They're different expectations, mm. right? Because we 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 expect a certain level of like closeness or relationship mm. with yeah. our with our parents, mm-hmm. but then like. It's, it's always different for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. way that, like, Asian parents show love 
is so it's different, different from yeah. like right Perfect. from Western culture. Like it's all about you know, how how much have you eaten, <laughs> <laughs> whether you have like drink enough water, stay healthy, go to you know, gym, go exercise. to the gym, exercise, right? All that kind of stuff. Day, they are they are like caring for you, yeah. but they they wouldn't like say, oh yeah, I love you. They kind of like mm. it, there's like this like um what's what's the word for it like like uh I don't know like like it's a taboo kind of oh, okay, right okay. to like talk about love in, mm. in in my household i don't know yeah yeah what about how about you yeah, yeah you just like demo i think i think it's really interesting like the generational thing right because like when we like i mean when we grow up in like 10 20 years time right i feel like as much as we think we're going to be a good dad good parent yeah, yeah. Like maybe our kid doesn't feel like that. Like, like maybe they feel like oh my like and so that like, I think learning from learning from I guess yeah how our parents treated us and like mm. seeing what we wanted we should maybe like tailor that to our kid. Mm. But it'd be so different though. Like yeah. what if in the future right when we have like I don't know VR headsets right <laughs> and like people are just just like using via headsets all the time mm. and the the society deems that like if you're a good parent you would play all the all the games with your, your child mm. would you want to do that i'm i'm <laughs> i think i'm gonna try and limit the amount of technology mm. i give access to my kid and like um yeah do that from a young age mm. so like they don't like they don't know any better <laughs> in so a way you would like come from a more traditional like like the the traditional mindset of like you know you you set mm. boundaries yeah for the, for the child and like uh, you know for right. that for their for own for good. their own good but yeah. i know like the boundaries that my parents set me was for my good mm. but in the moment i was just like oh man but that's that's the beauty of hindsight man mm. you look back yeah and like that's the beauty of hindsight mm. i think delayed gratification oh, would yes. be the word for it right because yes. we always think that like this is what we want mm. right this is what we want and then like when we realize it only at our 20s mm. or 30s and like we realize like oh actually our parents knew so much more than us and like yeah. I mean obviously they did <laughs> like we, we didn't see that yeah, we were like 10, 10 or 11 yeah. right yeah. we just really really want to like mm. climb up on that tree or you know play really, playstation yeah play playstation <laughs> exactly right mm. but that's yeah like in I'm, I, I can't say for sure, but then, like, most of the media portrays the Western culture to be, like, you know, go explore, do whatever you want, mm. and then, like, you know, you will learn your own mistakes. Mm. And that's, like, where... Is it better to... Like, in the Asian household, it's, like, more of, like, um, make sure the, the kid is safe by, like, limiting them. Like, if they run around and, like, misbehave, mm. then you put them in their place, right? Mm. But then, like, in... in, in um, no, actually, yeah. Like, is it is it better to do that to limit them with like all these barriers, or let them explore and then they will fall, right? Which they eventually would. <laughs> mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like there is some like equilibrium which I probably will 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 follow. Like, yeah. I I I appreciate the the learning from mistakes. Yeah. Point of view, um, and I don't I don't appreciate just limiting the child. And like just being a helicopter oh, parent, yeah. helicopter um, parent, <laughs> and like restricting because, like, I feel like if you do restrict them too much, and then once they go like to uni, they'll just go crazy. Mm. Um, mm. Which I've seen from some of the people that I know. Um, yeah, 
it's a hard balance. Yeah. It's a hard balance. Yeah. I find that, I'm not sure if this theory is true, mm-hmm. but I find that most of the, the pastor's child that oh, I've met yes. are most, one of the most rebellious people that I've met mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I, and they don't, they don't show it to yeah. anyone, right? Yeah. On the outside, they look like the prim and proper like pastor's mm, child that mm, everyone assumes mm, them to be. But when you get to know them, they're actually like really, really wild and rebellious. Mm, mm. Like something like that, that innate nature for them to like explore other things yeah. because they weren't given the chance. Right. <laughs> it's because like from a young age, they've been labeled as the pastor's child. Right. So is that, is that, is that one factor? Yeah. I think like it, it comes with that expectation of like, you have mm. to be so-and-so, right? Because, because you are someone's, son yeah. someone's daughter mm. and 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 they want to break free from that like yeah. i think self-identity mm. is like like something very important to like humans yeah, yeah. and like yeah. if we don't get the chance like even even if we we yeah like if 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 we want to be someone else right we would try our best to like break free from that mm. that stigma mm. yeah, yeah, yeah right the labeling <laughs> yeah, yeah you know who i feel sorry for johnny kim's um, oh, children. <laughs> so yeah, for those of you who don't know, Johnny Kim is an Asian American. Oh man, um, he's probably the most high achieving person. Yeah, Asian high achieving person. Oh, I mean, yeah. I feel like actually even I feel like any race, yeah, high achieving person. Yeah. So first we of all, <laughs> he was a Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL, which you know is already big beastie, right? <laughs> and then after that, he was like, you know what? I want to go to Harvard Medical School. <laughs> so he graduated Harvard Medical School and was like, you know what? I want to be a NASA astronaut. <laughs> and so he was, so yeah, you know, people dream to be one of those f- three things. <laughs> and he's, he's all three. He's all three. The thing is, like, he doesn't, he doesn't choose what he wants to do. Ah, he's a Swiss Army knight. <laughs> he's not a specialist. But Max, no, he, he is a specialist. I mean, until now, he hasn't still, like, like chosen what he wants to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. He's a bit undecisive. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like, relatives ask you, what do you want to do in uni? It's like, I don't know, I could be any of these. Hey, <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> D. <laughs> but, yeah, his kids, man, are, like, what yeah. sort of expectation they must have. Mm. Yeah expectation i mean and is and the expectation only comes when when there is some sort of like relation to you right mm. like 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 my brother being in like in, in the medical field yeah right and he back when he was in high school like he, he was like super smart right mm. and so my parents would like assume that i would be mm. equally as smart and they would like compare both of us right like oh why can't you be more like melvin right oh. was like that smart so like they want to equate both your intellectual abilities do you think like comparable analytics Mm. in this sense only applies to people who were like in your sphere of Mm. life like Mm. your did your parents ever compare you to like (laughs) johnny kim yeah because like they're they're not in your like sphere yeah exactly yeah we will only compare even for ourselves right we only compare amongst people that we we deem we can be better yes, than, right? Yes. Right? Mm. So like we won't compare ourselves like to to I don't know Elon Johnny Musk Kim. Or, or Johnny Kim, right? Because like he is like yeah. su- such like a high achieving person. Yeah. And like we would always use like stuff like our peers, 
Um, mm. people in our same age group. Yeah. Right. I think it's one of the big ones. Mm. And 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 like we would never compare. Like, oh, if you are, if if that person was like such a high achieving person, like the queen, right? <laughs> I mean, like we we would never compare ourselves to her, and like we mm. wouldn't see her as like a threat. <laughs> right. But then if someone else, like our our brother, our, mm. our friend, right, our best friend were more successful than us, mm. ooh, then we would be competitive. Right. We would see that as like, mm. oh man, this person is like doing way better than me. But then like why why we why do we compare amongst like, you know, these people, whereas like other people that that, that like are, are like super high achieving, we never compare ourselves to Bill Gates. <laughs> is it, it, it this is a boy answer question like it could have been me because yeah. like we were from the same school we were from the same this like exactly right it could have been it could have been me where like Bill Gates and stuff like could that have been us mm. it I think what what our, our justification could be that like you know they were just lucky and most of the people mm. like, like think think that that way like if you were born into royalty yeah. you were just lucky <laughs> yeah like you, you're part of the royal bloodline mm. and you've inherited all this like wealth since Bill Gates right yeah like his family was like really his, his family was really wealthy. really rich yeah at a time and, and like <laughs> didn't like I think the people like there was like a few mums like him and his few friends like the mums all chipped in to buy like, a computer like the one of the very earliest oh, computers yeah so the story's like um yeah, that he comes from a really wealthy family, and like, like the mums all chipped him to buy one computer for like a couple of these like three, four guys, mm. and like from then on, whilst all the kids were like riding bikes in the streets, he's he started learning to program, mm. and that's how like, yeah, people think it's like luck and stuff, but actually, yeah, it's oh, it, it's yeah, the story's in the book, um, but I don't remember what, what it's called, mm. um, but yeah, it's it's. That that's really interesting because I remember like thinking to myself like to what degree mm. right is success like your own skill yeah. or your own like hardworkingness mm. did, that you actually achieve or is it like or is it at the right time yeah. the right place being born in the, the correct mm. country yeah. yeah right right if you were born in like Ethiopia mm. if like you were like a really smart like super smart kid yeah that like couldn't go to school mm. right you would you would you wouldn't be successful mm. right i mean that's just like we have to mm. face the, the, the facts right that like if you were born in like a third world country with like not enough stuff mm. you, you, you don't have enough food to eat yeah right you would you wouldn't be as successful i mean monetarily yeah right? monetarily yeah. as like someone born in, in the states yeah and there was this like study that they did um so like on a scale of like zero to like a hundred percent right yeah um, they did this 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 test for this question, and this was just one just just, just one question where, how much um uh, a percentage like so hundred percent means um, uh, okay no yeah on on a percentage how how much do you think, um success is determined by mm. hard work, right or luck, no oh, so just, just hard, like just hard, oh, hard, work. Oh, hard, just hard work oh yeah, how, yeah, how yeah, much do you think yeah, yeah. percentage do you think success is is um, derived from hard work right. Mm. And they asked a few different like countries, right? Mm. And so, what would you say would be? Oh yes, your... I think no, I think I've because like there are a few books on 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 like the on success, yeah. whether it's like actually like grit and hard work or is it like look? And so like I think I think I have read this, mm. um, and it was like people from, um, oh, what dem- there was like a di- there was a difference in demographic, right? Mm. Oh, I don't remember what the split was, but like. I would say from from not to hundred, how much of it's hard work? Yeah. Oh, I would say like 
60, 70 percent. 70 percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that you would be at the similar level as like people in the States. Yeah. So the, the, the surveys showed show that like Americans think 73 percent mm. of like um, your success is, is yeah. determined in hard work. Yeah. Right. Whereas like in countries like like Indonesia and mm. India, they the the results was like 20, 30 percent. Yeah. Where it's like, like luck. Yeah, yeah, it's like most most of it is luck. Unsearched. And then like 20, 30% yeah. is all about hard work, mm, right? Yeah. So we see this divide mm. where like we we think most of the time that like if we work really, really hard, we can mm. actually achieve success. But I feel like personally, I feel like it, a, a lot of it actually depends on like, you know, your your luck. Yeah. Like whether, yeah. whether or not, yeah. yeah, whether or not you, you actually were in the right time in the right place oh, talking to the right people yes there's a really like fascinating story about about like luck and yeah being in the right time in the right place so like I think in World War 2 um, there was oh, I was like on, on the Hudson River um, MIT were testing out the, so yeah Germany were like absolutely fr- thrashing like, the Ally, like in the war right mm. um, and they were trying to what they were trying to um, the the I think MIT were trying to improve their radar technology. Oh, okay. So they were trying to improve like the communication between radar, right? Mm. Um, and they were testing. They were testing on the Hudson River, um, and once and MIT were like, "Oh, like ours is quite good. Let's test it out." But then, for some strange reason, the results were not that great, and so they would time after time they would test it, and they would come back and revise it, make improvements. Little did they know. On the other side of the Hudson River, Harvard were testing out their radar blocking technology. Oh. So they were trying to jam the radar signals, right? right? And so, like, at that time, they didn't know either of the one, like, MIT didn't know that Harvard were there. Right. Harvard didn't know MIT were there. And so, like, right time, right place, they, like, improved each other's technology. Right. Well, MIT improved their technology because there was some some radar jamming going on. Yeah. And like, and we, we all know the importance of like radar technology yeah. and how it changed like World War Two, uh, right? Yeah. And so like, MIT kept improving because Harvard's technology would get better. Yeah. Yeah. So, in like without knowing it, yeah. they actually were like, yeah. like, like iron sharp and iron. Yeah, iron, literally iron sharp and iron, <laughs> right? And was that hard work or yeah. was that luck? It was luck, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it just happened that Harvard were on the other side right. testing out their radar tenor, uh, radar jamming yeah, if, if Harvard wasn't there, yeah. then they would probably be like, oh, it's oh, good enough. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, it's good enough. And like that would be yeah. like, the yeah, they won't, they won't progress further than yeah, that. Right? Right. It's just, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. Right. But like, they were basically doing what, I guess, the Germans were doing. Mm. And I, oh, I, I, I think that's always like pretty cool. It's actually really cool. I think like back backtracking to like that, that 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 thing about like being good enough. Have you seen the um the movie Whiplash? Oh, you should watch it. Whiplash. I I, I don't want to give anything away, but like it's basically um it's about a drummer that like that like um Christian Bale, right? No, no. Um, Whiplash is is by I can't remember his name, but in 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 a movie his name is like something ne- Andrew Neiman. Um, he's the guy that played in uh, Fantastic Four or oh, or Fan Four Stick, <laughs> terrible terrible <laughs> film, Fan Four Stick, um, but but basically the whole premise of the movie is that like uh, the there there is this very verbally abusive uh, instructor right mm. and he's his 
his um, belief is that there can be good musicians and there can be great musicians, mm -hmm. right? So if you were an instructor that said it was good enough, then you would never create great musicians. Oh, and if if you were to verbally abuse mm. like your your musicians, right, to the point of like they are so broken down that they that they have to like succeed, mm. then you would create someone really, really great. Mm. Right. So that mm. that grind, that amount mm. of like mental pressure to, to push beyond just good enough. Mm. Um, um is, is is what births like regrows mm. that that like ability to, to be great. Like from oh from that posture of like desperation to yes. get better. Yes. That's like you're sinking, you're drowning. Them. Exactly. Oh, right. There's a safety net, like if you're good, yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, that's really interesting actually. So like it comes like from two different schools of like education, mm, right? Where yeah. like if you if your teacher just kept saying, Oh yeah, that's 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 really good. That's really good. And like you never improve. Mm. You always think that like Oh, I'm I'm really good, <laughs> right? Mm. You don't have to put any any improvement mm. into whatever you do to mm. fine tune your your skills, yeah. right? And and yeah, you would you forever stay stagnant. Mm. Whereas like if your if teacher was like, that's yeah. shit, <laughs> trash me, <mate. laughs> trash me. Yeah. But yeah, it's like there's always an, an equilibrium, right? A balance mm. between mm. like giving giving good enough, like 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 enough positive reinforcement mm. until you know they're happy to continue improving mm. um yeah and and also like not giving them all mm. the, the the positivity that they just don't continue mm. right yeah this is like that reward uh it's like i get delayed gratification yeah yeah to that yeah it's like yeah. It, it is good but then this is how you can improve yeah that would be like a better yeah. posture right 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 um, yeah yeah Education. I think, yeah, education is one of the, the big things that I've been, like, thinking about recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, how, how, how do you, like, educate a child, right, you know, mm. so, so that they, they, can, they can perform well, like, mm. and, and, and still have a system of, like, testing um, people without just, like, making it seem like, like, like it's just an exam, mm. right? Mm. Um, yeah. Like, we, we, we can get into that in another podcast we can we can it's a long it's a long and very very deep topic to dive into mm, yeah 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 <laughs> what do you think what are your thoughts of um this today's podcast oh yeah it's been really good actually man and like i actually had no expectation yeah of this podcast i just like I, there were some points where i actually i, I, I forgot the mic was on i forgot <laughs> i forgot the camera was rolling um and yeah, because this is actually what we do. Like, yeah. pretty much every day. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 like, have coffee. Like dance ideas off. We'll yeah. have breakfast together, lunch together, and we'll just talk about random stuff. Like. Yeah. And then we'll just share our opinions. Yeah. Which is, like... Yeah. This is what we did, we've been doing, right? And yeah. I hope... I hope we come across, like, authentic... Like, just, just as a chat. Yeah. Like, as opposed to, oh... I've got a, we've got a, I've got a cool. podcast persona. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it was actually really fun, man. Like, yeah, we've been recording for like one and a half hours. Yeah, it, and it felt like a 10 minute chat, Mate. like a five minute chat. It's, 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 it's actually insane. And there's yeah. some, yeah, there's some like really juicy topics that like, yeah, I thought we could delve into. And, and it's only the start. Yeah, it's, it's only the start. Yeah, and we can only get better, mate. We can only get better. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? I think, I think it's really good. I think we, we can definitely, it's, it's a good starting point for our podcast. Mm -hmm. and, and the first step, even though we know that our first 100 or 50, 100 different podcasts will be pretty bad. Pretty bad at <laughs> the start. But yeah, it's a good starting point. It's a good starting point. Can only go up. Yeah, can only go up. Well, and on that note, 
we shall. Yes, end with a song. End with a song. Katie is gonna do it in a interpretive dance. What a shame! Like people listen to podcasts cannot cannot see cannot see. But have faith. I am doing a dance right now. But the camera is looking at me. So, but um, yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. Thanks, Sean. Um, thank you, thank you. Good idea, good idea. Oh, we'll catch you back next week when we do next, next podcast next podcast next podcast indeed. and outro music <laughs> <laughs> some copyright free music please <laughs> alright see you guys <laughs>